Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus, I am your host. Uh, we're a day early today with the preview show. We're going to look at the Newcastle game. We will also look back at the Villarreal game, the first leg of the semi-final. Uh, and we'll have the Guna debate. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. I am joined by four guests tonight. Uh, a duo, old man Trev and not so big Steve. Um, first of all, welcoming our new duo from the Guna fanzine, the Birch Couple. It's, it's like it's like Mr. and Mrs. this is, isn't it? It's like doing a, an episode of Mr. and Mrs. Nick. Melina, welcome back, Melina. Welcome first Hello, time, Nick. How are you? We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we so, well, well, yeah, we are well, yeah, yeah, we are. When well, well, the last time I spoke, as well as you can be with our four month old, yeah, yes. Uh, well, that was going to say the last, <laughs> the last time I spoke to you, Melina, you weren't Melina Birch. Uh, you've since gone to Poland and had an Arsenal wedding, uh, and you've had a baby that's uh, you got all over Instagram and all over Facebook looking absolutely gorgeous in all little Gunnarette outfits. Uh, and then you got Nick as well, so but otherwise. <laughs> 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 yeah, there is always a downside. Um, big Steve, not so big, 36 pounds in two weeks. Yeah, wow. it's, it's mad. So, so yeah, for those who, who sort of missed the, missed the update on the last couple of shows, I had a gastric sleeve two weeks ago yesterday. Um, if you want to know more about that, I'm going to do a little plug. I've got a podcast, uh, Big Steve's Big Ramble. I'll go into sort of the weight and the journey towards surgery on on the first episode of that but yes it's um it's been a mad couple of weeks i mean nice to sort of just lay in bed and watch the football when it's <laughs> it's been on shame about the couple of results obviously fulham Villarreal, and and who else do we for everton mm-hmm. um but so yeah so apart from the results it's nice to be out to just sort of lay back and watch the football but not been able to do much else <laughs> Well done, mate. You keep it up and keep going. Uh, unfortunately, no bow ties today, but we do have a finger licking good granddad, Trevor. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit speechless with you today, Fergus, because I was going to leave you be a bit today because you're such an easy target normally, but that's gone out the window now. Don't give me one opportunity because I'll be at you. One opportunity, Fergus, and I'll be at you son, today. I, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right, Fergus. It's, I, I'm a bit fed up because Newcastle away is normally one of the best weekends of the season, you know. It's a great trip to go to Newcastle and watch the Arsenal at the station, in the Comet, get drunk, up to the ground, up about 20 flights of stairs, out the ground after the game, down 20 flights of stairs, back to the Comet, get drunk again and come home. What a day we're missing. So, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed, but uh, never mind. Hello, Florence and Jemima. By the way, Grandad loves you. So there we go. Uh, yeah, Newcastle away is a, is, is a wonderful, a wonderful game. I actually done. I have never done Newcastle itself. I've done Sunderland a few times. Um, and uh, uh, Nick, you would have been there. Four month old baby in tow, would you? Uh, possibly. I'll be there. I don't know about the baby. Of but... course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already planning to get her in a swing. Yeah, I'd, I'd have had to behave myself if she was there, wouldn't I? So. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true, and we know we don't. We, we know you don't do that. I, I've spent too many, too many we, evenings. Unless with we want her to, to learn some, um, some words that we don't really want her to learn. Yeah, I think she yeah, might that's have true. That's true. I'm worried what her first. But right, we're going to look. We're, 
we're going to look at the Villarreal game. Uh, Trev, uh, we discussed the lineups uh, beforehand, um, and the lineups. We didn't know. We didn't. We thought Pepe was going to play up top, and and in the mm. end, uh, Arteta played with a false nine. What what did you make of the actual lineup itself um, when you saw it in in, in anger? Well. Trev. Fergus Arteta did to us what he's been doing all season, didn't he? You know, he um, he 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 picked a side that none of us expected. I was a bit shocked not to see us play a, a centre forward, even though we didn't have Albamiang and Lacazette. I thought we'd probably see Martinelli play up there, but we didn't. And 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 so he went he went for a, for a team that obviously in his head he thought was the best for the occasion. It hasn't, and he's took a load of grief this week. Probably rightfully so. People have got a right to to be unhappy with his choices. But it's just worth bearing in mind that if we'd have come away with a nil-niller or nicked a one-nil win, then it'd have been an absolute superstar hero. So I didn't agree with him not playing a centre-forward, but we're still in it somehow. I don't know how, Fergus, but we're still in the tie. Nick, the opening 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, we got mauled by Villarreal. It looked like it could have been three, four, five at, at one point. It just came on came on to us really, really strong. What did you make of that opening 15 minutes and what, what did you make of the false number nine? Um, it's one of them ones where I think Trev touched on it really. Like all season, he's picked a team that no one else would pretty much pick. Um, you, you can't, in my opinion, get away with that sort of lineup when you've got the players that we've got. It's all right if you're Man City or you're Spain and you've got, you know, a team of world-class players, but we haven't. So I was obviously, like everyone else, disappointed not to see a centre-forward. If, if um, obviously, we've got the result and it worked, he looked like a tactical genius. I'm I'm not... It's not the game to be trying experiments of when it's at that magnitude. But Agreed. at the same time, it's like... I'm more annoyed that he didn't recognise early in the game that it wasn't working and change it than the fact that he actually tried to gamble. Like to me, he made a gamble, didn't work, change it at half time. You know, the shock was at half time they made a change and we didn't. So yes. that was that was a bigger disappointment for me. But following on from that, I think their change actually helped us. Like by putting Cockerland on, it took an attack off and helped take the pressure off us. So Embry did us a favour, as far as I'm concerned. Steve, um, what did you think of that? Because like Emery's tactics and Arteta's tactics, Arteta's tactics of having a false nine um, and not playing Martinelli, who was available, not even having Balogun available. Um, and then Emery, uh, mystery, uh, you know, he, he makes, he was renowned for making a halftime substitution at Arsenal. Mm -hmm. Um and he made a substitution when he's in the lead against 10 men Arsenal. Mm. He puts a, a defender on. Okay, he's got a 2-0 lead to defend, but if he had one more goal... And the the tie's dead. Yeah, um, that's it. I, I, as you said, I, I thought Pepe would have started centrally as a false nine and just sort of interchanged with the others. Um, so to see Smith Rowe centrally ahead of Erdegaard for most of the game was was baffling, especially when you've got Martinelli on the bench. I would have had Martinelli starting. Even even Enketia would have done a better job than Smith Rowe as a false nine because as good as Smith Rowe is running into the box, he doesn't. He doesn't have any of the hold-up play or any of the, the, the thinking of, of a set forward. So Martinelli would have been great for that game. Um, you know, as you see, when he come on, he, he looked he looked to be trying to play those balls, you know, back inside or mm. or whatever. As for Emery, absolutely. You're 2-0 up, you're cruising. Arsenal are on the back foot. Go for the jugular. And this, you know, people, people have been having a debate this week. 
you know, again about Arteta and Emery. Why did Emery get the sack? Why does Arteta get back and everything else? On on Thursday, we saw exactly why we sacked Emery. Because he makes these mistakes, you know. And if we go through next Thursday, Emery has absolutely ballsed it up doing what Emery did for Arsenal. And that's by making mm. a silly mistake and, and letting the other team back into it. And, and you know, pray that, that we do go through on, on Thursday and, and we can say, well, you know, Emery did what Emery, <laughs> Emery did at Arsenal. He takes his foot off the gas, he invites the pressure on. And, and yeah, I think, I think that could, could cost him. It cost Melina. him, you know, essentially the first tie. <clears throat> Melina, I see you nodding you away see? and agreeing with Steve. Yes, because there. basically Stevie just said what I was planning to say. So, <laughs> no, basically, you know, I have been very, very protective towards um, uh, Ateta this season, maybe even overprotective, you know, my positivity always shines, as you oh, know. On... <laughs> yeah, we don't, We, you know what, you would be surprised, but we, we often disagree in terms of the manager, you know, like um, his um, tactics, maybe not tactics, like, all of it, but some of the games, you know, I was quite happy with the tactics Nick wasn't. And uh, this time, I must admit, I was deeply disappointed. I was shocked when I saw mm. the starting 11. I was, I couldn't believe my eyes. And I was really disappointed because Ateta must know, he knows exactly what happened uh, last year, um, last time, you know, in, in Baku. And knowing the heartbreak, the fans, um, suffered after that game he should have uh he should have done absolutely everything in his power to avoid another heartbreak mm. and mm. you know taking us to the point of seeing him but i had like very blurry vision i, I couldn't tell if Arteta or Emery are in charge because that was exactly what i could what i would expect it from Emery this time that unfortunately that was Arteta so yeah, like I, I, said, you know I'm, i I, I know. I know. We're looking at. I'm comparing the two managers. I'm not trying to get into an arson, uh, an arson, uh, an Arteta in out sort of debate. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand why people do feel how they do. Trev, um, you can touch on that if you wish. But Sabias, his general performance, his red card. Uh, I didn't think there was much in it to be even a Listen. yellow card. Never mind it's a second yellow. Listen. Firstly, I want to say. Hello to uh, Svetmir, Trolls and Heath. They've all joined us. Svetmir, it was a lovely, uh, great to meet you last week, mate, for the first time. I hope I've pronounced that right. If I haven't, please, please forgive me. The guys of somebody are perfectly Fergus. But looking at Emery, right, I can understand why Emery made that substitution at halftime, right? He's 2-0 he's up against the Arsenal, right? He, he, he's got, he's got, Arsenal always concede at home, so he's thinking, we'll score an away goal at Arsenal. Everyone scores a goal at Arsenal this season, and there's no way Arsenal are going to score three. So he, he's thinking, I'll take 2 0. Emery's thinking, I'll take 2 0 because we're going to score at the Emirates and, and we'll be happy. It's backfired on him because we've got a, a lucky penalty. Let's face it, if certain other players who I won't, won't name had gone down for that penalty we got, we'd have all been screaming and shouting, cheat, 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 wouldn't we? But we got away with mm. it, we've got the penalty and we're back in it, you know. Um, as for Arteta, I've, was when Arteta first took over, I said I would give him till Christmas this year. I said I'd give him this, last summer, this summer and till Christmas. But that is getting really hard to do with some of the things he's doing. It is getting really hard to do. 
But I'm a man of many words. So hoping that he's got a massive plasma. I hope that the, the, the what we've done outside the ground with the with with everybody going down there is sort of given Cronky a bit of a boot, although I can't see that happening, but I'm hoping so. And I'm hoping that we have a great summer. But it is getting more and more difficult. And I can understand people getting upset with Arteta. Be upset with Arteta, but don't be abusive. Don't start abusing him and his family and getting all the abusive. Be upset with Arteta, but be sensible about how you do it. Mm. We'll go into the, the protest thing in a few minutes, but uh, on the penalty, Saka was getting fouled left, right and centre mm -hmm. throughout that game. Everybody seems to go in heavy on it. Look, he's he's probably one of our best players in the squad at the minute, which is a really not a sad thing to say. It's a great thing to say, but it's, it's also a sad, a sad indictment of some of the great players that we've got there, like Aubameyang, Lacazette and, 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 and William and, and so on. All great talents. But Saka seems to outshine them all, and the and the youth seem to outshine them. He was getting constantly fouled. It was a bit of a soft penalty, uh, Nick. Um, but we got away with one, didn't we? As Trev said. Yeah, I think it's one of them. This season, the penalties are given are ridiculous, aren't they? To be honest, you know, like like the one we had against well, Fulham, wasn't it? When they give it and then they disallowed it for offside. I mean, a couple of years ago, you're not getting a penalty for that, are you? So, mm. yeah, one of them. I don't think anyone seems to know exactly what should and shouldn't be a penalty these days. And that away goal, that, that that's that vital. That keeps us in the tide, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, you know, I've sat there the whole game watching it, thinking if the manager had picked the right team, they're very beatable. So if he does it at home yeah. with that away goal, definitely we can get through. Would I put money on it? Absolutely not, because he's just likely <laughs> to pick a daft team, and we'll, you know, we're like we're inconsistent. But I certainly not looking at them thinking. Our players that we've got cannot beat them because I think we can. So mm. yeah, I think people are confident, but I'm not. They're talking about so, protests. Fergus, Fergus. Yeah, go on. Fergus, Saka's. I don't know if you guys watched it. Saka's interview after the game was really interesting. I mean, that young lad speaks, he, he puts himself about on the field and he gives great interviews after games. I think for a young man, I'm so proud of him and I'm so pleased we've got him at the Arsenal. But he said afterwards that he said we are so much better than Villarreal. We didn't do what we needed to do tonight. We are a better side. And and if Saka says that, I believe him. I'm going to believe him. And I've got every confidence that we'll turn this around and we'll get to Gdansk and we won't be able to go and meet Molina and Nick in, our, in their own country because we'll be banned from going, which I'm gutted about, you know. But uh, I, I, I'm confident we're going to turn it around. Keep positive, people. We might come out of this season with something. Who knows? Who was who was going to come in there, Steve? Were you? Was that you or Melina? Who was going to come in? Oh. Have you, Melina? Your 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 thoughts finally on 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 that game? Like you know, where where do you with the away goal? Do you feel that we, you know, we're, we're in with a chance on Thursday? Melina, your mic's off. No. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes. yes. Internet has crashed. yes. Oh, it's my internet. Yes. It's my internet. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, right. sorry. So I just I started saying that I get really frustrated uh, by Pepe. And um, as much as I uh, like him for this away goal, <laughs> and uh, as much as I'm happy for us to obviously have that chance um, in a the second leg, I must say, I don't rate Pepe, not at all, but I rate him less than, than I wanted to. 
at the start as you know uh, I need to be bluntly honest with you. I just, I just feel like he's so inconsistent, and the way he presents himself to us is one day he is absolute amateur, and the other day he's brilliant. And how can we get the best out of a player who, with his stats, um, shows that he can, he's capable of getting us, um, you know, to the top level, but then he trips over his own legs. You know what I mean? It's like. 72 million uh, for a player that cannot hold the ball and then suddenly he scores a golazo you know everyone is um, uh, basically jumping and you know chanting pepe 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 the other day we watched the game and we like you know bloody hell he's useless <laughs> so you know it's the inconsistency that really annoys me about him and yeah, i just I don't think, know I think I think he's very one one dimensional player, one legged player. I've I've mentioned it many a time uh, uh, as well on both the group and 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 on here. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of him. Steve, uh, just finishing up on this, then your roundup of the of um, of the game, uh, and then we'll go on to looking at the Newcastle game. So uh, summarise it. Yeah, I I just think I think you know the the, the formation, the tactics. Um, some of the selection just just really bits in the bum. Um, I get what Melina said about Pepe. I didn't think it was too bad on Thursday. The problem was with 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 Saka and Pepe both being wide. They had no one in field who uh, no target man. The false nine thing wasn't working. ESR wasn't able to get the ball out out wide as as much as you know, he wanted to. Erdegaard was too far back, so he wasn't quite picking picking out passes like he would. Um, yeah, I just, I just think, just think that you know that that was that was the main thing that cost us. And then, as you touched on the Salios red card, I didn't think it was a second yellow. People are saying, oh, but he he stood on the man, the, the guy that the Villarreal man that tackled him absolutely went went straight through Sabios. So of course, Sabios is going to land his foot somewhere when Sabios is running full pelt. Um, I thought it was a harsh second yellow. Can see by letter of the law why. It was given just like the Saka penalty that we were lucky to get. There was contact on Saka, minimal or not. Saka went down. Don't blame him. He was getting them all, all game, as, as we've touched on. Um, I just hope that with, with Tierney supposedly back, Aubameyang supposedly back, um, that we and Tobias not able to play on Thursday, I just hope that we revert back to the 4-2-3-1 and, and do the business on Thursday mm. night. Um, looking at tomorrow, uh, and the reason we're doing this game, uh, this, this preview today is because I've got my grandkids in uh, tomorrow and I've got to get them back into London and everything else. So um, I, I, we wouldn't have enough time to do this. And I've got a two and a half year old screaming downstairs if anybody can hear it. Um, <laughs> but looking looking at tomorrow's game, uh, Arsenal um, have only lost three of the 22 uh, most recent visits to St. James's Park. Um, but no Willock. Um their top scorer uh, is is uh, which is Callum Wilson. I think is available. Abamyang came on as a sub on uh, Thursday night. He could be available to start. Uh, Trev, who do you start with? What do you play, kids? Do you do you go and put uh, Lacazette, Abamyang, uh, Tierney? Do you put all of those players out with the risk of them getting injured for Thursday night? When Thursday night, a whole season depends on. Well, firstly, we don't know if Lacquer and Tierney are fit, do we? He said they were fit for Thursday, but they obviously weren't. So there, there was a bit of mind games going on there. 
Um, I'm not really bothered who he puts out, to be honest with you, Fergus. I, I just want him to have a plan for Thursday and I want him to have a plan that works for Thursday. Please, Mikel Arteta, have a plan for Thursday that works. So I don't mind about tomorrow. I'd like to see maybe Aubameyang start the game, get a few minutes under his belt. If Lacazette's a risk, then don't risk him because I think Lacazette's our best centre forward at the moment. And I'd like to see him start on Thursday along with the young lads. So I'm not really bothered. Just don't take risk. Anyone that he thinks he might need on Thursday, i.e. Tierney, Lacazette, don't risk him. If there's a slightest hint of them, of, of them not being right, don't put them in. Save them for Thursday because Thursday's our season now. We've got all these league games to do. It's been a long time since I've ever said that. All these league games to go and we're not playing for anything really. But I'll tell you what, guys, the way it's going, get used to it. Us oldens, your dad, Nick, will know all about what I'm about to say now, son. Get used to it. As a season, if we've got no European football next season and, and we've got a mediocre league season like we're having now, we'll find out who the real fans are. That's when you find out who the real Arsenal fans are because a lot of them will disappear and then there'll be us lot left that are the proper fans supporting our club in hard times. We've done it before. We'll do it again. But to, uh, to, sorry, Fergus, I've drifted. Go back tomorrow. No, no, no. I don't mind. As I said at the start of the show, I'm, I'm missing going up to Newcastle. I'm missing falling out of the station into the Comet again, uh, knocking on the door there at 10 o'clock, waiting for it to serve me a first beer at 11, I think they start serving. And then I'm missing walking out or staggering out. Or actually, we normally get a taxi because we're that drunk. We get a taxi from the Comet <laughs> up to the ground. Then I, I pretend to the bloke, the steward who, who has the disabled lift up to level seven <laughs> where we are. I'll pretend I've got a bad leg and he lets me go up in a lift. And uh, yeah, so I'm missing all of that. I'm missing tomorrow's game. I'm actually missing my friends more than I'm missing going to the football. I'm missing meeting up with my friends and enjoying my day and having a laugh with the lads. So I don't care what happens Trevor, really. Thursday. I don't know if you can see. I don't know if you can see this. Uh, that's one of us. Yeah. Let's put a bit closer so maybe oh, you can wow. see it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know a wall. Same can with it, yeah. Can you see? Yes, that's lovely. Yeah. All our friends are with us. A few more on there. Are with us. So friends and my old man and brother and everyone, really. Beautiful. You know what, Nick? You, you, you've just given me goosebumps, honestly. It really is. That's actually you quite cool. For people, yeah. As much as we miss you guys, we see you every day in our home farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just uh, for people oh, on audio, no. what Nick and Melina have, they got a. Melina, uh, can um, you do me one favour? Melina, yeah. Melina, shut up a minute, Fergus. Melina, can you do me Can you move <laughs> me away from Fergus a bit, please? I don't like being that close <laughs> to him. Move me away from Fergus in that picture a little bit. No, you're perfect, mate. Take it down the middle and put me the other side. <laughs> Tre Trev, you were trying to nick my wallet at that time. Sorry, Fergus. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, he's got a picture in the background with uh, all, all various groups of friends. So it's a lovely picture. Yeah. So uh, get on YouTube and have a look and see see uh, what yeah, it is. When, when it's um, all finished, that is wonderful. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Nick, yeah, do you start our start? Uh, do we start our best starting 11? Um, uh, I, wouldn't say, not? I wouldn't say our best uh, in terms of ability wise, but obviously we don't know how fit these players are. There may be some players who would benefit from getting a bit of a run out in terms of playing a little bit of game time on Sunday and then again for Thursday. And there'd be others who, who you know, would benefit by not playing. And we don't know that that sort of fitness, do we? So it's difficult for us to say exactly. But I'd certainly like to see Balogun and like Aziz play, for example. 
because we're not going to do anything yep. in the league anyway. Give him a go. I don't know why Arteta hasn't been doing so because the opportunities have been there, in my opinion. So I'd like to see Great. those guys at least involved in some aspect. I think I would like uh, to see uh, I would like to see Alba because as far as I remember, he scored five goals in our last four against Newcastle. So he's got <clears throat> he's got now nice history, and um, I would keep Martinelli for first day, definitely up front. Let him um, show so Emery. What's Martinelli going to do on Thursday? Clean the kits? Because that seems all Arteta will ever let him do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I would, I would, I would start uh, Alba on uh, tomorrow and uh, keep Martinelli for the whole ninety minutes for Thursday. I, I agree with you. I think Martinelli should be playing way, way more. Steve, uh, your thoughts on on what you're expecting against uh, Newcastle. Um, you know, Steve Bruce has only won two two games all season. Both of those are home games. Mm. Uh, they, I think, they're safe now. I think they're safe. Yeah, they're, they're think, yeah, know, they're safe. They're definitely safe. Joe Joe Willock has, has helped them helped them there. And uh, Joe Willock won't be allowed to won't be allowed to yeah. play. Uh, Ross Morgan uh, doing an Emery a good evening in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, um, what, what's your what's your thoughts then? Who 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 do you play and what? It, it, do we just um, do we just throw the game to a certain degree? No, I one I don't no. think Arteta will. God, one, Arteta, I don't think Arteta will. And secondly, for me, being Arsenal Newcastle, as you know, people on audio won't be able to see. I've said it before. My granddad played for Sunderland, so Sunderland is in my blood. Arsenal Sunderland. So tomorrow, I want nothing. You know, people say, oh, I don't care about the game on Sunday, Thursday. It's all about that. Like, as an Arsenal fan, I want Arsenal to win every single game. I want Arsenal to do their best in every single game. We haven't seen that for a lot this season. But whether or not Thursday is the pinnacle of our season or not, I want us to go out there and perform tomorrow. Like we did against Leicester when we rotated and played you know, your El Nenny, Cedric at left back. You played all the all these different players, but tomorrow I think is a bit different because we have got injuries. We have got players coming back from injury. We could play a key part on Thursday. I would like to see Tierney and Aubameyang from the bench get 10, 15, 20 minutes at the end minutes, just to yeah. see where they are. Um, I would like to see Martinelli start because if Aubameyang is fit for Thursday, I think he will start with Smith Rowe. Um, Saka and Pepe, I think he will be the one leading the line, or maybe Erdegaard in there somewhere. Um, I'd like to see El Nenazis. You know, I just don't want... Because Xhaka's going to have to play in the midfield on Thursday, so I don't want Xhaka involved tomorrow. Um, play Matt Ryan, you know. I, just, I would like to see some rotation, but not to the point where it's literally just throwing in every single kid or fringe player. Like, William, I don't want to see. You know, do something without William. <laughs> you like, um, but no, I, I think I think the squad, even with rotation, like we saw against Leicester, can put in a performance. So I hope we go out and, and do that tomorrow and see some of the guys coming back. Trevor, Richard in the chat has gone in. Forty years of watching Arsenal is the first match I can remember where it the result doesn't really matter. Everything is about Thursday, and this game is an inconvenience if anything. <laughs> Do you feel like that? Oh, we've got a baby Goonerette. Hey. Uh, <laughs> oh, look at that. Hey. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, big smile. 
look at that smile. That's because I'm talking. That's why the baby's smiling. If you're talking, okay, is it, is baby it, is it, hello, everyone from Liliana. <laughs> hello, Liliana. Uh, uh, Listen, sorry. Regards, me and Richard sometimes agree, we sometimes disagree. And but but what I do agree on that, although I would use different words to Richard, because because it is an inconvenience if you look at it in, in from one perspective. But for me, it's another game of football, and I like watching the Arsenal. So Richard's right, I've got to agree. And it is whether we like it or whether we don't, because we are the Arsenal and we don't like saying this. It all it is a one-game season for us now. It's about Thursday. It's about playing well and, and winning a game on Thursday. We're, a, a lovely little, the old days, 1-0 to the Arsenal would do me tomorrow. Uh, excuse me, Thursday. Um, so Richard's, Richard's right. I wouldn't have chose them words, but Richard is exactly right, mate. We, we, we've got to just think, plan for Thursday. You know, play however we want tomorrow, but plan for Thursday. Hi. Uh, Kai's in the chat so the baby Kai. just there laughed Arteta out it's it's definitely Nick's little baby there isn't it <laughs> um, look uh, talking about Arteta Arteta has won uh, all nine competitive matches as an Arsenal player and manager against Newcastle so hopefully that's a, a good omen um, we've got two more points on the road than we have at home uh, this season as well so you know, I'm, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for uh, an away win Um uh, but I, not at the cost of um, any injuries that could jeopardise mm -hmm. the chance to get to the European European Cup final. Um, short show today. Not a huge amount to, to to talk about because you know it's, it's quite boring at the minute. Um, well, pretty boring all season. That's a yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a beautiful baby. That that is a beautiful baby you guys have got there. The, so lucky it got Molina's looks, Nick. You know, yeah, she'd look very strange Listen, with a very chiselled beard on her, wouldn't she? I <laughs> first yeah. words are probably going on cat here, I think. for you older guys who are watching, her first words will be I'll show you what we teach her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spurs are showing. Yeah. No, I didn't say anything. No, 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 I did. It's all right. It's all you right. You warned me, Fergus, and you didn't say anything to her, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> she wasn't in the room at the time. So, um, no, I just Melina... mention, mention something about the Gunner, if if we can. About yes, please. Our That's what I was just about to ask you to, to talk to about everyone, the Gunner fanzine. Everyone who's, who's watching us today or listening, uh, can we please, please, please ask you to save the Gunner? Uh, the best, the best magazine, uh, Arsenal fanzine, and uh, for um, only eight p a day, you can help us, Nick and myself, to uh, keep writing. You know, uh, our articles and, and blogs and other brilliant writers. You know, to share their experiences and uh, thoughts about Arsenal past and current affairs and the future as well. So. Please, guys, can you subscribe and help us all to basically be um, your daily, not daily, but monthly um, info, source of info, the best info you can get, really. Nick, you've been writing a few articles also for the Guna fanzine. Do you want to give us a bit of a rundown what your sort of speciality is on there? 
Uh, moaning usually. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm quite good in them ones. I've only written my second one at the moment. So uh, my first one was just about my sort of mem early memories, really. Um, talking about going with my dad and my brother um, and just uh, little snippets of my memories. But, you know, you have to keep it quite concise. So there's a lot more to come. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And, you know, we hope to keep having the opportunity to write for them, basically. And I think Melina does too. And anyone else that writes well, We them. think it's amazing, you know, as a, as a <clears throat> couple, as husband and wife, to write for something um, as, you know, prestigious as the mm -hmm. Gunner is, uh, the Gunner, sorry, mm -hmm. is. Uh, I mean, you don't find many like us. So, no, I agree. I agree. And, and to be honest, we, proud, you know, we feel yeah. very proud and privileged that we can, both of us can, can write for the same magazine and also come on the same show. And so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 definitely. I think it's a podcast first, isn't it? An Arsenal podcast first, having a, a full family uh, on on on, the, on a podcast. And listen, we've had Dan Mountney on here. Uh, Guns and Yellow Ribbons yeah. do support uh, the Gooner fanzine, and we tell everyone get your Gooner. Steve, uh, you're well on your way to your uh, start of your recovery. Uh, hope your pains mm. and stuff uh, subside, and and that your weight loss yeah. continues, and you feel healthy again. Um, thanks very much for joining the show, mate. Um, tell no people worries. about your tell people about your blog that you're going to start doing or podcast you're going to start doing. Yeah, so um, it's it's audio only. It's on Spotify, Apple, Shoutcast, whatever the podcast platforms are. It's called Big Steve's Big Ramble. Um, I'm going to play. I'm planning on doing just one a month. The first one was about sort of the my my issues with weight and sort of journey to surgery it's going to be ones about all the music i do sort of how i got into arsenal and why i you know enjoy rugby all just different topics it's it literally is going to be a big ramble with it, as it's named um and yeah obviously on on here now and then so yeah and trevor um the final thing i was going to talk about is protests there is a protest planned ahead of the Oops. game tomorrow uh i'm not able to get down there with the grandkids and everything else i don't think you are because it's a six hour round trip but anybody heard about one on thursday as well i don't think there should be one thursday personally is there one thursday they're planning they're planning to have uh the protests <clears throat> till the end of the season for every game home and away yeah. yes I, I'm with you folks i don't i don't think thursday is necessarily the right time i know people will disagree because i think you have to do it every opportunity I get that too. I want to give the players, the or the manager, the excuse to say we couldn't, we were distracted because of this and that. You know, I just want the sole mm. focus yeah. on that game because how big it is for us. You know, it's going to mm. be other occasions. So, I know other people won't agree, but that's my personal opinion. And yeah, not bothered what other people think, but that's my opinion. So, yeah, exactly. And we all have we all have opinions. Um, Trev, final word, final words to you. Um, uh, a score prediction actually we didn't do score predictions uh melina melina and nick give your score prediction for newcastle and then steve then i'll go to trev sorry I mean, trev. <laughs> uh, we have won last 17 we won 16 and lost just one so i'm going for a win uh, let's just forget that one loss that we had Let, let's go for a win i'm going for three nil three nil nick how much do you like to drink? <laughs> <laughs> Only 0%. <laughs> Every time I, I predict Arsenal to win, we get things so I could probably keep my mouth shut or predict a loss. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've one all. One all. Steve? Yeah. Two all win. Two all win. 
see one more. And finally, um, <clears throat> finally, Trev, your, your score prediction and final words. Right. Firstly, Fergus, only my mum calls me Trevor. And then only when she's fed up and annoyed with me. Right? I was fed up and annoyed so with you. Call, call me Ilzy, call me the old man, call me what you want. But Trevor scares me a little bit. <clears throat> Listen, uh, earlier this week, I saw, uh, saw a lovely picture of Jimmy Rimmer, you know. J Jimmy Rimmer was a great goalkeeper of ours in, in the early 70s. Um, didn't let us down at all. And he went to Aston Villa and won the European Cup, you know. Got injured in the final, did Jimmy Rimmer, of the European Cup for Villa. But it's great to see him looking so well this week. So I thought I'd give Jimmy a shout out. He was a great bloke, great play player to watch. Good to see him looking well. Um, next thing I want to talk about is online abuse, Fergus, just briefly. That's going on this weekend. Agree with what has been done or disagree with what's being done by the, by the, by the football and the sporting world in general. Um, it's got, you've got to stop this online abuse. And what I wanted to mention, the reason I mentioned it, Fergus, is that when Arsenal put that announcement on yesterday with the Arsenal badge with the black surrounding and said, stop online abuse, <clears throat> it just generated so many comments that were horrific, horrendous. Comments like, I'm not going to do the worst ones, but comments like, if you players play well, we will stop abusing you. No, no. If you think that, you're not getting it. You're not getting what it's like to get abuse online. You know what I mean? So abuse is abuse. It stops. There's no reason for it. It's not buts about. Okay. But I looked at them comments last night and I could just by looking at the of those people were commenting, I got a rough idea of where it was coming from and what was happening. So it's down to Twitter, Facebook. If I could have an idea with all the info they've got, they could stop it. It's down to these social media companies to stop it. And I'll say no more because it annoys me. Now, my mate Charles has gone 5-0 to the Arsenal. He's, he's obviously been on that Norwegian beer again. I'm going to go uh, for a 3-1 win to the Arsenal. 3-1 win to the Arsenal, Fergus, tomorrow. Uh, Balogun hat I'm going with Nick. I'm going to 1-1. One, one. I can't see us keeping a clean sheet these days. And I can't see us scoring many goals, unfortunately. Uh, and it depends Indeed. on the lineup. It's just, it's, it's really impossible to call. It's really impossible to call. Finally, just saying, I agree with you wholeheartedly on the, on the, uh, responsibility with the, the social media channels. Uh, if some guy uses, um, used a phrase on um, Arsenal fans forum and it was a bit of banter and I don't mean banter in being rude and covering it up by banter. It was just a phrase beginning with a T ending in a T with a W and an A in the middle. Um, <laughs> and Facebook reported uh, our group for it yet again, somebody can call somebody all sorts of names, animals, uh, be sexist, be whatever, and nothing gets done. So it, it just needs to be sorted, sorted out, everyone. Listen, you have been watching Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. If you like what we do, click on um, click on bell and get uh, and subscribe to us. Uh, one last shot of the cute baby because that always gets people. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.